And we're on the air in five, four, three, two, one. Pencil. We are beginning to be able, cautiously and with our eyes open, to encourage some interchange of ideas. We have to start thinking about... Yeah, I, I wasn't an all-day school kindergartner. I was a half-day guy. So at the time, I really thought that was enough. So, but, uh, yeah. All right, are well, you ready? Sure. So, uh, welcome. This is uh, Here You Are, Wausau. I'm, I'm your host, Dino. And I'm Eric. And uh, so, so uh, I think we're going to talk about local government, buddy. I think uh, I think there's enough going on in local government that we can we can just simply sit back and have a conversation at 9:30 or 9 o'clock on a Sunday night about local government. So, here, here's here's my question. I thought I wanted to come up with a good opening question. So, so I've been I've been paying attention for a long time, and I sort of remember how I how and when I started paying attention to local government. But, uh, but, but what about you? So when did when did you when did it sort of become a thing that you looked at, like you know, as part of your daily life? Hmm. Because both of us have to admit it wasn't always something we paid attention to. No, no, it wasn't. And I, you know, it's only been what maybe less than fifteen years since I've been back here, so. I mean, it's only been in that amount of time. I think when I was trying to launch a freelance company or a company, a, a, an, like a, an ad agency sort of marketing design agency, and I was trying to get out and be as front and center as I could, and I met a lot of high-profile people. And I think it was along those lines that time when I started paying more attention to what was going on around me from a political, governmental standpoint. Yeah, see, I, I uh, mine started e- even when I was at the pub. Um, Tom, the owner, said you have to, you have to go help the Great Northern Blue Society. So I said, well, that's the last thing I want to do because those seem like a lot of old drunken people to me because I see them on Saturdays, so I don't really want to see them during the week. <laughs> and uh, but I realized I could do some cool shit, so I thought I'll go. And uh, so the first thing that we did was. Uh, kind of revitalize the Blues Cafe, which had been dead for a while. And and through that, I naturally sort of, just because of I was a horrible young person, um, wanted to get involved in Big Bull Falls Blues Festival. And uh, and I tried and tried for years and years and years to just kind of, hey, can I can I come and help? Can I come and help? Hey, 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 can I come and help? Hey, hey, what about me? Hey, hey, hey. I come and help. Hey, look over here, Amy Altenberg. Come on, look over here. And uh, never, never got any attention at all. And so finally, uh, I decided I would pull essentially the biggest string I had access to. And, and I asked a buddy of mine to, to ask them or to make them have me on the Blues Fest committee. And, uh, and so he wrote a letter. As, as the guy who was paying for all of those events, he wrote a letter to Amy and the, and the committee and said, 
you know, I think it'd be a good idea if, if Dino was on the committee. And uh, and they so they invited me to one meeting and then never invited me to anything ever again. <laughs> and what's what's funny, though, is like Jim and Rob and I worked backstage. I don't know, 10, 10 years in a row we worked backstage. And uh, and it was it was during that time where I just sort of. And it, it's funny because as I look at it, I, I personally became more and more alienated and angry with the, the sort of leadership in town over time. And then as as that kind of waned, I was lucky enough to catch some mentors and uh, who, who kind of guided me into, all right, stop being so angry, you idiot, and actually try to figure out what's going on. And and so that's that's how I I came to be, but uh, yeah, it's it really is it really is a fascinating time, you know. Mine was always much more focused, I guess. You know, I wanted to do something. You know, we wanted to do a concert, you and I. So we right. needed to figure out who we needed to talk to in city hall to make that happen. You know, those were the kind of interactions that I had, where I think yours were much grander or much higher up in the in the ladder. Yeah, it might have been. So, yeah, I you know, I I got a kick out of it. You know, so it uh, so it's hilarious to sort of now be kind of a, a little bit more seasoned and an old man, if you will. Um, and uh, so I, I really like that. I like that a lot because watching watching young people flounder and, and just become absolute nutcases now is entertaining because I can go oh there for the grace of God go on okay. <laughs> you know ah now I now I know what uh, what I looked like as a young person so, trust me when I tell you this yeah, you can start your sentences with that exactly like uh, like there's some instances where I just go yep you guys just really spending time with musicians and listening to musicians complain about how, you know, they're never going to get a chance to play on the 400 block or at the grand theater. And, uh, and I, you know, and I think to myself, did, and I always say this, did, did you ask anybody? Did, I mean, did you, <laughs> did, did you go down to city hall and say, how can I play on the four? Can my, can I have an event on the 400 block? Did you talk to anybody? Well, no, they'd never let me. And it always comes down to this mythical they that right. that that people who who do that sort of thing uh, kind of hang their hat on. And I'm like, yeah, guess what? That's not a that's not real. You know, you you can go and a- ask, and, and good things can happen. And uh, but still, it's it's a big hoot to me. I think that that's a lot of fun to watch. So, but I think the other thing is true for local government. At least it is for Wasa that there is really a mythical they that do control some of those things, I think. The Amy Altenbergs of the world. Sure. You know, the ones that have this sort of controlling power over certain things, this, you know, Tammy, Staczynski, those people. So there is some sort of truth to that. Yeah, but it, but at the same time, there there are things that people don't, like, ultimately don't have. Like, you can go and rent the 400 block you can right. go and rent the grand theater you can have a show in the grand theater right. it doesn't even cost that much you know 
But you have to show up and like fill out the form and right. get the insurance and do you know do all the grown up things that suck, but you still got to do them, you know. So, yeah, I get a yeah. I mean, I think I think that there's this there is sort of a a, a group of people that that maybe you can say control everything, but at the same time, like yeah, it's it's fun to sort of blame Amy Altenberg because you know, but you know, did did I think that. Kari Rasmussen had, you know, ill intention in her heart? Probably not. You know, was she just doing a very, very difficult job the best she could? Yeah, kind of, you know, but I, and I think that, I think that even more than that, there's, you know, like there's these boards that, that run these nonprofits and then these uh, groups that put on stuff. And it's like, yeah, those boards aren't respecting their staff very much. Like I, I've always said that the Wassa events or Wassa area events or whatever it's called now, um, that's the that's the crappiest job in town. And I used to want that job. You yeah, know? me too. Right, but now you you look at it and you go, I think she answers to two boards and there's nine thousand committees and she's got to staff all of that. St-. I'm like, yeah, that sounds horrible. You know. All right. So. Yeah. So. Uh, so let's talk about. Uh, Let's let's just talk about the county board for a minute, though, because the, the, the greatest hits that they've experienced just over the last couple of months is is kind of exceptional. So one, Brad Carger. We already talked about that. That's in a previous podcast Two, uh, Jack Hugendyke has introduced uh, legislation or an ordinance or a proposal to have a prayer, a Christian prayer before uh every before every uh marathon county board meeting again sort of missing the point of the separation between church and state (laughs) but then again jack runs a crisis pregnancy center and is an employee of the americans for prosperity the tea party group so you know jack's got an agenda obviously then they decided to or they're they're in the act of trying to dismantle their relationship with North Central Healthcare, the, oh, yes. the, the public health agency in town. And and I and I look at that and I just go, okay, that that's a level of callousness and disregard for humanity that I didn't expect to see. Like I, I understand making cuts or changing, you know, changing services offered, but this idea that they're wholesale interested in ending the relationship I don't I don't get that because because public health is sort of an institution in this country and all of a sudden Marathon County wants to go its own way and go yeah we're not going to provide these services to the poor and the needy and, and you know the mentally ill and things like that you know that that boggles my mind are they just not interested in providing them or do they think are they do they not know that there is no other option for some of these people so I think that, that the deal is if you look at the county board and not to, to cast dispersions upon uh, my my people, but it's a lot of older white men, you know, right. who just who it see like if you if you've been watching the the, the discussions recently, they have, they have sort of opened up a well of self interest and self delusion that is can only be described as selfish. I mean, at the, at the best, it's selfish. At the worst, it's 
it's just gross. I mean, and so I think that their their lack of self awareness about the world around them, they've given themselves permission to not even try to figure that out. It's funny how it mirrors the presidential candidate, isn't it? Though, and uh, you know, it's almost like he has empowered them to stand their ground on stupidity. Right. It's fascinating. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. And then you look and, at sort and of then there's Carger and returning to work. Right. You know what's going to happen there? That could be a whole other shitstorm. Right. I mean, he essentially called them out, you know, and said, "Hey, maybe you should come up with a severance agreement for me." Right. I mean, that that might be in your best interest to do that. So, you know, but they didn't, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, they should have I mean, at that point they should just pay him and let him go, you know, cuz how do you come back from this? You know, how do you how do you come back and and keep doing this because it does. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah. It takes a bigger man than me. I would not be able to go back to work and do a decent job if I was doing a decent job before that, and continue to do that same job working for those same people. Right. That yeah. would be very difficult. And then you end up, you know, jeopardizing your own future because of a grudge match, essentially. Right. You know, whatever whatever that actually is. You know, the police chief calling out. You know, or Hardell and, and the sheriff, sheriff, whatever the hell his name is, um, you know, not really liking that there, there appears to be a, a, a growing contingent of young Hmong fellas and women who are not quite so quiet as, as uh, the, the, uh, the older generation was. You know, th- these are young people who are a lot more vocal. So I think that that's a, that's a fascinating thing for them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always shocked at how bad at how bad the city government is and just and then you know social media makes it worse you oh, yeah. know you you go on like uh on facebook there's this central wisconsin uncensored group and the amount like i used to love a good conspiracy theory like about mcdevco or whatever it is but i mean the the, the level of conspiracy theories going on is is just sort of like one has you know the the mayor's going the mayor him himself milky is going to buy the Sears building. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, maybe the city's going to buy the the Sears building, but <laughs> I don't. You know, and it's it's hard. I think it's hard for people who are, you know, just sort of recreationally watching things to to not personalize it. You know, Pat Peckham is screwing me, or you know, Gary Gisselman is screwing me. When in fact, it's none of those things. It's just a decision and a vote that a large, that a medium-sized group of people has to make. So, right. Yeah, but they they do it wrong. They do it wrong a lot. So funny. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be dealing with them all again soon. It looks like. I don't. What What's left to deal with? I mean. Well, at some point they're just going to have to make the decision that they're closing it, which is going to be a storm in itself. Does Does the city of Wausau own them all now? I believe so. I mean, really? essentially, they do. I mean, I don't know if I would think so. Wow. You know, they've defaulted on all their payments and being investigated on a federal level. Wow. They're, they're buying Sears, from what I understand. 
and and just and like I say to to anytime any city councilman talks to me, I, I say the same thing. You're not communicating with the public enough. Whatever you think you're doing, you're not doing it enough. Right. You know, because oh well we put something up on Facebook. Okay, good. So how many people in town have Facebook? A lot, but not everybody does. Well, the media doesn't, you know, they, they don't help us. Do you talk to the media? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> that, I can't really help you with that then. You know, you got to you gotta try. So, but, uh, yeah. You know, you may not have liked Tipple, but not you personally, but well, people I didn't, in so. general. But, right. you know, at least he was out and about in public. Right. Which gave him the opportunity to discuss some of these things with his community. Right. I've seen... Milky once on TV. Yeah. With all of the things that have gone on. I've right. only seen him once since April. Yeah, I get a kick out of the fact that, you know, another city, you know, Pat would call him, hey, did Milky call you back? Because I'd call him on something. Or, nope. Did he call you back today? Nope. Okay, it's 72 hours. He's got my phone number. At this point, no one's this busy. It's, you know. Right. It's like, if Gary Vaynerchuk can call me at work, I think that Robert Milky can take a moment and call me for, you know, just to say, hey, I don't have time right now. To, I'll call you in 20, you know, in a day or two. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk apparently is the busiest human being in the world, and he's called me twice on the phone. Maybe he and Milky are talking. Yeah, that could they be. Don't they, have, they're really busy. So, yeah. Time. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, do you, do you think it gets better now, or do you think it gets worse? How so? I don't have any idea. Just things just in, in general. general. No, I don't know. It's a good question. I would like to think that it gets better, but I think that this is going to be one of those issue on top of issue on top of issue um, mayoral ships for him or the county board. They're just going to have one issue after another, and it's just going to continue getting worse and worse. Right. That's yeah. what my that's what my gut tells me. But anybody that knows me knows I'm not the most optimistic person in the world so yeah see I, what I'm hopeful for is you know uh, I look at specifically I look at Sarah Guild and Katie Rosenberg on the county board as as young people on that board and it's my hope that they you know reach back into the community and try to find more young people to, to run for office because I mean if they don't Jesus Christ we're just going to keep having more and more rural white men run for office, and that's not going to get us anywhere. So, Who's Sarah Guild? Did you know her? Have you talked so, to her? Yeah, I talked to her a couple of times. So Sarah, the reason I know Sarah is uh, her husband is the administrator in the, in the municipality where I live. Okay. And I think Sarah either works for, I think she either works for McDevco or she works for the chamber. Not exactly. I think it's the chamber, though. And, uh, so I don't really know exactly uh, which one she is, but uh, I, I like her, you know. So she's she's an interesting person. I think she's you know does good things. So we'll see, you know. But Katie's not the easiest person to talk to. So yeah, you know, but, I just wonder how them getting other young people involved. Right. I yeah, can I mean, see that happening, but you know how realistic is that? Right. You see Katie at work, or I think. Or maybe you don't see Katie at work, but she works in the same building as you do. So, right. You know, I don't know if you guys interact, but yeah, she. You're right. She just. Uh, it's interesting. She's a quiet cat, so that's you know yeah. kind of kind of interesting. Just how little she speaks, but uh, 
and yet she ran for office. So we'll see. But, well. uh, yeah, so, all right, well, I'm running out of steam here on this, this whole topic because these guys are absolutely brutal for me. You know, it's, it's just horrible for me to watch. But it's kind of fun at the same time. It is. It, it is. If it likes, it, like the Brad Carger thing, ultimately, you know, we, we get what we at, we get what we deserve, you know, at some point. But uh, it if, uh, so that I don't really mind. You know, like if, if Brad leaves, good for him, good luck to him. But like if, if they, if they dump NCHC, if they dump North Central Healthcare, that's, you know, that's thousands of people that you know that can go wrong for and i and i just hope that you know that they don't they don't do that because you know just you want cooler heads to prevail you know and and maybe in a better market it would it would be a successful decision right privatize it you know people could jump on board and privatize it successfully and you know maybe it turns out to be something good this that's not this community no so you're going to have all of these folks that are going to have nowhere to go and what's that going to do yeah it's going to cause bigger problems for the county that they quite honestly i don't think have considered no i don't think they've considered it at all and as a result you know you know i know they're not the same people but these are the um, say, I swear to God, I just heard a bat. Really? So I'm freaked out. Oh, no, that's nice. you. That's on your side. So never mind. Okay. Um, you know, I know it's not the same. The city and the county aren't the same, but these are the similar governing bodies that decided that you know, alcohol, banning alcohol in the 400 block until October right. was a good decision. It's the same sort of mindset, the same thinking. They're not thinking it all the way through. No. Not at put all. This, put this Band-Aid on it. That'll take care of the problem. Everybody will shut up, and we can go on to whatever it is that we do, updating right. our Facebook page. Exactly, yeah. And that's, you know, hilarious. But I, you know, it... Hold on a second here. What are you doing over there? You got a lot of beeps yeah. going on. I'm, I'm drafting in my fantasy football league while I'm doing this. So. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I know they got they got me. So oh my God! Everybody. Goes. Yeah, well, you know that's how it goes. So, you know, we're just gonna keep trying. But, uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call the podcast off now so I can concentrate on fantasy football because that's hilarious. Because right. I don't know who I don't know who any of these people are, and we have like an actual league where. They like they draft things. Like I'm in another league with with the consulting group I work for, and like we just the computer just picks it all for us, and we just try and we just pick winners on Saturdays or something. But this like I who knows I actually had to select some guy named Todd Gurley, you know. So no but, yeah. All right. So do you got some endorsements? Because I I have one this week or I have two this week. I have two. Okay. First. I'm going to endorse Harry's. Have you ever heard of Harry's? Probably not because no. you look like Rick Rubin. Right. Harry's is a razor, and oh. it used to be an online thing only, and they were cheap, and they were good, and they looked good. Harry's just brokered a deal with Target. Okay. So kind of big. Now I don't have to order stuff online. I can just go to Target, which I like to do, and pick up some razors. Nice. So I'm excited. So do they have good razors? Yeah, they're very good. Okay. Yeah, and they're probably a third of the price of, you know, Gillette's. 
Yeah, because, like, you know, every now and then I, when I, I used to like shaving, as strange as that seems, but, uh, like, I used to like shaving, and, uh, but razors are, like, it's like buying a pair of shoes. Right. You know, so, so, uh, mine is, um, on the, on, uh, Let's see what I think it's HBO. HBO has a, sh- uh, a TV show or a mini series or a series or whatever the hell they call them on HBO called The Night of. It's so it's a it's a cry it's a crime drama, and it John Turturro plays a lawyer and uh, a Palestinian. The let's see, the kid from Nightcrawler, the the Jake Gyllenhaal movie, his mm-hmm. cameraman buddy, he plays the other guy in the he plays the accused murderer and it, it's coming to an end the season is coming to an end tonight so i'm kind of excited to go back and watch that on dvr kind of a, that's been popular has it really oh uh, well yeah it's been sort of the new big show okay cool good a lot I'm of glad. people talking about it yeah Your second? Uh, um what is oh um okay so paul banks the lead singer of interpol okay one of my favorite bands and RZA yep have an album really they formed a group called Banks and Steel okay and it dropped on Friday I had just I like those collaboration albums okay I've endorsed a number of them on on this podcast and I just I'm looking forward to listen to it I've heard a few tracks but I haven't heard the whole thing but I'm looking forward to a good collaboration album so let's see here yeah, so mine is obviously the Butch Walker record that just came out. Obviously. Yeah, so uh, it's funny because, you know, like some some of Butch's stuff is great, and I think, oh, yeah, and then the other thing, I you know, i got to tell you this, too. Um, but this is this is a little bit more singer-songwriter-y, but mm-hmm. like, unlike the last record, which really seemed focused on kind of the death of his, his dad, uh, this one is just sort of a regular pop record, which is kind of nice. And then I, I'd like to uh, tell you what I'm going to be doing on Saturday. Okay. I'll be going to see The Revolution. Shut at, up. At first okay, Avenue. podcast is over. Thanks right. for listening. You can find us on Twitter. Um, yeah, I'll be going to do that. So, yeah, that's I, their, their last show at, his, at Prince's house. You know, I can't imagine we're all just not going to stand there crying. It's you know. at Prince's place. Well, it's at well, it's at First Avenue, which okay. is essentially Prince's, you know, exactly home away from home. So, but there's been a lot of stuff going on at Paisley Park. Yeah, too, so thought well, maybe that's something. Yeah, the man, the management company from Graceland has agreed to manage Paisley Park. Oh, so, nice! So they're going to turn it into, you know, a a, a tourist destination, which sure. is good. You know, so awesome. yeah. All right, buddy. With that, I'll, I'll let you go. Think about you know, you can think about what I'll be doing on Saturday night. This will be the last. Here you are, Wasa. <laughs> we appreciated your business over Thank the past you. year, but Dino and I are no longer friends. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, buddy. Peace out. I'll talk to you later. Bye. As your attorney, I advise you to take a hit out of the little brown bottle in my shaving kit. You won't need much, just a tiny taste. What is this shit? That stuff makes pure mescaline seem like ginger beer, man.
adrenochrome. Where'd you get this? Never mind, it's absolutely pure. <laughs> 